KVBL Radio is back after, what's this, four-year, four-season hiatus, I believe. Um, In reality, it wasn't that I was done doing the podcast. I just, I don't like doing these when I'm competing. Um, May give tips away as to what I'm looking at or what I see in other teams' weaknesses. So, I... uh, I probably won't be doing them if I am competing, but right now I tore my team down, so good for everybody else. We get some uh, some more content. So I'm going to be going through each team. I have a win-loss, uh, roughly, um, and their standing of where I think that they're going to finish in each conference. Now, I will say, as I went through, obviously we've talked about it, Maynard is just absolutely insane. Um, I think every team could probably make the playoffs in Landros. Um any of the Maynard teams can make a uh, the the playoffs in, in Landros. But, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles this year, and it's going to suck. Um, X and I are looking to benefit because we hold multiple picks from all the teams in Maynard, so we will see who falls. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go through top to bottom like usual, um, starting with Celtics, ending with Kings. Going to be quick. I'm not trying to make this an hour-long podcast. So, get right into it. Um, Celtics made the playoffs last year as the eight seed. He told me he'd take a game off me, just like he said that he got a good deal for Falwell. All bullshit. Um, I don't know if he's like being facetious or if he really just doesn't know, but he keeps saying that he's not going to make the playoffs this year. And I just, I don't see it the way Landros is. Uh, Powers, Kelty, Chambers. George Whitaker is a better starting five than, you know, most of the conference. Um, again, if he's in Maynard, he, he's a lot of the team, but being in Landros, I just don't see how he misses the playoffs. I have his over-under at 42.5. Um, you know, as he pushes towards the playoffs, does he does he move a pick to add a guy? Um, you know, he said in the chat last night, man, I need a lotto, and it was kind of where I felt the Fallwall trade was a mistake because I don't understand what he was trying to do because, what, he adds Fallwall there to to who? To George, and then he tries to hit UFA. Like, I didn't understand. So instead of having Chambers and Kelty, he would have had KB... And he would have had, you know, a little bit more cap flexibility coming up. And I just think KB overall is a better player. But Chambers is becoming a really fun fun player. I just don't know that he has the pieces around him to actually use them. Uh, so 42.5, and that has him coming in seventh in Landros. Uh, On to the Cavs. Oh, why is that not? There we go. Wow, my team is awful. Um, I mean, my team would have been good like seven seasons ago. McCoyle, Zaron, 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 Ladarius Cromwell, um, Alvin Woods. Man, I am good from seasons ago. Antoine McCants. I'd probably make the playoffs like seven seasons ago. Um, I have myself at 21.5, 13th in the conference. Um, I literally could care less about anything but the two rookies that I drafted. Um, Harold Ditch is a nice piece. He is available. 
Um, 25 last year of his deal. So um, outside of that, those three are the only ones that like I value at all. Uh, any of my guys are available for expirings at this point. So come get them. On top of that, I have a shitload of minimums that are expiring. Um, I'm rostered 15 guys. And uh, only uh, one, two, three, four, five guys are rostered next year. So feel free come at me, especially if you guys need to get a trade going because the less guys I have in my roster, the less I have to play them. Um, the nice thing for me this season is I'll be watching the Maynard bloodbath um, happily. Outside of my pick, I carry the Warriors, the Sonics, the Suns, and the Kings. Um, the Kings are going to be a lotto. Um, they might be a lotto in Landros, but they're definitely a lotto in Maynard. And then I think, personally, the Warriors or the Suns miss because I I think that there's just it's too inflated, especially the Hawks trying. Um, the wild card pick could be the Sonics if they finished. You know, obviously, if they win the the conference, they're going to be the twenty fifth pick. I think the Lions end up with the best record, but I'll get into that. But I mean, if they have an injury or they're they really can't score, that I could see that pick being around twenty. And you know what? I'll take the twentieth pick. Um, all right, moving on. So I have myself 21.5, 13th. What the fuck? My God, my computer sucks. Uh, 13th in Landros. All right, on to the Nuggets. Um, nice draft. Added the point guard and then added Hassan. Um, Hassan's already 7.654 on defense for a power forward. I think he's power forward center. Could be wrong. Um to pair with Simpson, who looks really fun. I mean, eight five eight five on offense. You could play him at small forward with the uh, with the post, and you know have strong rebounding there. He's got thirty nine block, um, and then the new point guard. If he gets his percentages up at all, he's fifty six forty four from two, sixty thirty eight from three, which is good. Um, 54 or 45 steal with solid, you know, base ratings one through nine. He has a, they have a real chance um, to build something moving forward. Now, I don't have them in the playoffs this year, mostly because outside of those three guys, he doesn't really have anybody rostered that's worthwhile. Um, so we'll see what he does. But it's funny because Ken talks about negative value and yet like half the league likes Bowman half doesn't we get it but he makes it so clear that Ricky fucked over Jamie and yet he ends up with Hassan because of the Bowman contract so take that however you want it uh, I have the Nuggets at 36.5 wins and 10th in the conference so about a year away from seeing the Nuggets really really push one more lotto pick plus a few progressions to the young kids and I don't think they'll have a choice but to make the playoffs. All right. On to the new team, uh, the Rockets. So on their homepage, they have Zissis, but I believe he was traded. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a two-sim two thing. I don't really know. <clears throat> All I know is that he's super excited to see his, his guy Willers play, and then he got Morris for free from the Bulls. 
Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, like, trying to help him, but he likes to do shit on his own. I know he's talked to a bunch of other GMs, so, you know, if he needs help, I'll help. Um, but dumping Zissis kind of leaves them zero point guard. I just don't see how they can win and talk about cap space. He's going to have Willers, Devine, and Morris, and that's it rostered for next year because if Zissis is gone for uh, an expiring, then he's, he's going to – Ken is going to be so proud. The Rockets are going to have like $50 million in cap space next year. So good for you. Um, so we'll see. He's going to take a while, but I know he puts in a lot of effort to fantasy football. So if he in fantasy baseball, so if he puts the same effort in, can't see why he wouldn't be good. Let's see. All right. Um, but for the Rockets, I have them twenty four point five and twelfth. I just think that Divine Morris gets them enough wins. I mean, not enough, but more than me. That's all I care about. All right, the Bucks. Who the fuck knows? Seriously. Um, West, Jackson, Marquez. I talked to I talked to Bubbles probably the second most of anybody outside of Ricky in the league. <clears throat> he has a lot of different fun ways he can he can move his team around. Um. I think he's going west, uh, Wolznacki, and then Pescador, Shannon Prawl, maybe. I don't know, a lot of defense, shocking. Um, but Wolznacki might score 25 a game for him because nobody else on this team is shooting. Like his, West doesn't shoot, Marquez doesn't really shoot, Pescador doesn't really shoot, James, Prawl, Shannon. So... We'll see. I don't know what exactly um, his goal is, but I don't think he cares. He has his pick. He has some young kids. Um, <clears throat> I think eventually what he'll do is he'll make a move. He has uh, the West expiring and the Beavis expiring. If he's close enough to the playoffs, and I think he wins this division by five games, this division just sucks. Um, I think he, I have him at 47.5, but I have him the fifth best record which I know would make him the two seed, but it would still make him the fifth best record I have in, in Landros. Um, I think he'll make a move at some point to add some talent because I don't think he just wants to be walked over in the playoffs, which, you know, I've talked to him and he knows that I don't think he can compete, but he knows that he can be a pain in the ass and scare some teams. So um, we will see, but it's fun because Bubbles and I, we both have two different views on a lot of players, but one guy we've never viewed the same as Shannon, and I think it comes down to the, the one through nine defense, and one through nine. Like he values one through nine so much, and I value them, but like I just I look at Shannon, I just don't see it as much as he does, and that's fine. It's just really fun because me and him multiple times, like every two, three weeks, we'll have a conversation about how bad Shannon is. He's like, no, he's, I rank him so highly. But it is, it's how I got Wayne into the league was talking to him about how different people view, like, look at ratings and can view guys differently. Um, I'm hoping that this kind of takes him through what each team is doing, what each team looks like, 
you know, and let him hear some of the names that are going to be prominent coming up. All right, so on to the Raptors. <laughs> so it's it's funny. So I think Wayne had an idea what he was getting into that, you know, the league was competitive. And then Mike came out with that GM ranking. And Wayne messaged me and he said, so my division has three of the top six GMs and I'm supposed to be good. I said, the thing is, good is is subjective. Like, I guarantee you I'm not sixth in everybody's ranking. You know, uh, Smath says that I should be top top three. I, I You know, it, it is what it is, and I'm sure that multiple people have me outside of the top ten because of my record. But again, I don't really care. I do this for fun. I try to win. Um, but what I said to him is, just because they're there doesn't mean they don't win. Like, the Rockets have a title. Um, but the Rockets have a title, so he can compete. And it's just, he's like, I think he thought that, like, teams that were bad last season meant that they were bad always. He's like, the Raptors guy is the the best GM. He's like, he didn't even make the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, well, you got to build up. So I think he's understanding that it's not like a seasonal thing, that there is a long game to it, which is a lot different than fantasy. Um, the Raptors, why does it? not update their fucking page all right a couple major changes the raptors made um they got huertas at four and then they got uh lamont at um in free agency lamont's good um he's not great he's solid high volume high rebounding blocks strong post defense got storm erickson who a lot of people were were looking for I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think they sneak in the playoffs as the eight seed. There's just not a lot of talent. And unless he moves Vincent, I just I can't see how he misses the playoffs. Um, his only saving grace is his point guards absolutely suck. Um, but if he goes something, and I don't know, like I don't know what his plan is, but if he does something like um, Shikari, Carlson, Huertas, Vincent, uh, let's see, Erickson, right? Like, say that's his starting five. Um, he's got rebounding, he's got passing because he's got Carlson. Um, he has Kip off the bench that has some passing. So I think that he can piece it together. I just think Landros is that fucking bad this year. I have him at 41.5 and I have him eighth seed. And I have one spot ahead of the next team, the Hornets who I have at 40.5 in the ninth seed. Um, there's not much to say. They have KB. Got some nice bumps. His D's progressing along. Um, but, he, I mean, the key was he added two, three-position guys to go around KB. One's a defensive stud. Um, can defend any position. He's going to not be the best rebounder at power forward, but that doesn't really matter. Um but then you pair him with Sorath, who's a, a you know overall a better rebounder. He has passing. I just the they're they're building for something. Um, this is kind of the team with how the defense is set up that Graves won't absolutely kill you on this team. Um, if he finds another guy that can get steals off the bench, it's gonna be really good. I'm curious to see what he does moving forward. I don't think he makes the playoffs this year. Um, 
outside of Satan, I don't I don't think he has enough scoring. Like KB is good, but I think he's just he's looking to coast and and not make the playoffs. So I'm gonna bank on him not getting there and uh, 40.5 ninth in the conference. <clears throat> All right, on to the Bulls. So they traded Twine. They traded um, whoever the fuck just went to the, the Rockets. Um, he got Vialba, which is a nice pickup at, at shooting guard. Um, got Peyton Baldwin off the bench. <clears throat> His ORB will be nice with, with the volume that Percy and, and Zion have. Um, yeah, Miner's fine. I I just I see a ceiling with this team. As great as Zion is, 66-63, 57-77 free throw. Um he's still got the 9-9 drive offense, post offense, so he's a matchup fucking nightmare. I don't know. Maybe Viabo provides it with some of his defense too. Um but I feel like they lose a lot of weird games. And I'm curious to see where he goes to um fill out a rotation. Um, <clears throat> I probably do something like Minor, Hoskins, Vialba, Soto, Johnson, and then the bench would be like Kaba, Peyton Baldwin, and Reggie Marshall. If I if you know, without diving too much into it. That'd be something that I would I would consider. I would also consider starting Peyton Baldwin just to get the rebounds, the ORB on that team. So plenty of ways he can go. Um, but yeah, and I thought Mike said it best in the in the GM ranking that you know KJ has his own priorities and he has fun doing however he does, and that's what makes it fun for him. On top of that, he does a hell of a job running the league because there's Crest was like um, to me he's like. Would you would you ever like run it? I was like, I don't think I could deal with all the fucking personalities. So, fuck all of you. Uh, speaking of Chris, oh, so the Bulls, I have fifty seven point five. I actually have them second in the the conference. I think so. I think that the top teams in Landros are going to destroy the bottom teams in Landros. So I think that their win totals are going to be slightly inflated when you look at them going into the playoffs outside of the Lions. But like the next couple of the next teams like I just don't think they win that many games in Maynard but because of the conference they're in I just think they dominate I think that the Bulls are a move away from being a complete contender to to win the division and beat beat the favorite which is the Lions all right let's see perfect all right on to the Pacers you got Crest um I don't know. He he was wheeling and dealing all freaking off season. He had that Sesco's. He has Sacks. He he has my namesake in O'Shea, Falwell. He he has Bates. I guess he got he has Magosa. I mean, he's got a lot of pieces. Um, Gerardo is going to play backup. I would assume. I assume he goes like Creasy, Sesco's, Vargas, Falwell, Magosa with Bates. Saxon Gerardo behind would be my guess. So, um, yeah, it solid team. I have them finishing fourth, forty-seven point five. Um, I think this is a team that 
can beat anyone because they have one of the best players in the league. And I don't think that they're going to lose to a lot of the lower teams just because their offense is so much better. I think Tesco's adds a nice little wrinkle to their team that um, they haven't had like a, a, a shooting guard that has that scores compared to last year. You know, they took me to seven. I went to the fucking conference final, to the finals, whatever I did. So um, I think that they're going to be a pain in the ass all season. You know that this won't be his roster at the end of the season. Him and Ricky have so many fucking similarities, it's scary. Both are assholes, and uh, both aren't scared to trade even when they're winning. So I have Pacers 47.5, fourth in the conference. Um, Lakers, I am not talking about them much. He doesn't pay attention. He doesn't listen. He whiffed on cap. Um, He actually has more guys under contract than I thought going into next year, but he's got Francis, um, Larry Jones, Floyd, Steckley, Kempachi, Richard Harlow, and Brian Koch, and that's it. Um, not much to talk about here. His team is fine. He doesn't want to win. He's waiting for the next big UFA, um, and he'll add a lotto. 29.5, 11th in the conference. All right, on to the grids. I, I can't figure out what his plan is. I really don't. He had his picks back starting next season because just given out another lotto and rebuilt instead he's going to try to toil in nothingness for two seasons and then I, I mean I wouldn't be shocked if he trades his 50 this year for something stupid um Garcia Rafi JP all fine I mean one of the issues Albright so I would bet one of them's coming off I don't know who's coming off the bench I have no clue what his plan is he Put it in the chat. I know Black Higgins. I would guess Black Higgins, Rafi, JP, and Albright start. Bring Garcia, Vidra, and I don't know, maybe slide Delante to point guard. I don't know. He, he can do a bunch of different things, and his team in Maynard doesn't even sniff a playoff spot. And I have him as the fifth seed. So um, I'm also lower on Rafi overall. I think that his defense hurts a little bit. No, no defensive playmaking, no rebounding. Um, just overall hurts the team aspect. Not saying he can't score, not saying he's not a 25-point scorer. Just saying overall he doesn't add as much value as somebody that scores 18 and then rebounds, steals, and has higher 1 through 9. So, um, yeah, I think he's 5th seed. I think he's firmly in the playoffs. No, I'm sorry, I have him 6th seed, 46.5. Who do I have above him? Lions, 76ers, Pacers, Bulls, oh, and Bucks. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are just playing in such a bad division that they're going to get some cheap wins that the Grizz won't because they got to play a bunch of better teams. Speaking of better teams, 76ers. Now, talk about, a, a you know, the the GM rankings came out, and you see Arrow, and you see his, his, his uh, franchise score and his record, and they're both, like, I don't know, top 10, I think closer to top 5. And he's just always around. Now, he hasn't... The one thing Mike said about him was that he didn't make a deep playoff run, which is true. I mean, he has the one title, and then he, you know, he's never really out of the second round. He's not in the conference finals a lot. Um, now, with that said, I like Bowman. Um, maybe not as much as... as Ricky and, and Bubbles, but I like him. I think he's a good shooting guard on a team you don't need. Markle's a 
really good point guard. Um, literally no shots, ton of assists, steals, solid one through nines. Um, Loggins got the massive jump to steals, which will be helpful. If he can shoot anywhere close to ratings, that would be ideal for, for threes. His D is insane. And then, obviously, we don't have to talk about the Twin Towers. He might have the best scoring duo in the league this year. I think he does, or at least he did last year. So, um, I have him at 52.5. I could see them, you know, being closer to the Lions than I give them credit for. But their bigs are not overly defensive. Um, No steals, really no blocks out of either of them. I think... That hurts a little bit. I know Loggins and um, Markle make up for some of the steals, but, you know, just any sort of injury kind of hurts them for a little bit too. Um, 52.5 and third in the conference. Last but not least, in Landros. Um, I have them rated as the number one team in the, in the league. I have them at 67.5. All their guys got progressions. Dolan, who Ken doesn't like for whatever reason. Oops, sorry. Almost dropped the phone. Um, is just getting better. Um, he's got Bartel. He's got JA2 to back up all the, all the wing positions. He, Brunson is just an absolute monster. 104 assists, 102 steal, 5918. On defense, um, and if I'm gonna ask for something, I want drive defense out of my point guards. Um, and then he's got Geiza, who's top rebounder, 68 assists, 48 steal, just a really weird player, but a great fit next to KJ. So we'll see moving forward. I think that they would be my favorite because they're almost a lock to make the finals. Um, the 76ers are a tough matchup. But outside of that, I just think he can shut down every other team. Um, yeah, so there's Landros. How long did that take me? Oh, beautiful, 26 minutes. So I guess it will be a fucking hour podcast. Great. All right, moving on. Warriors. Um, now, I would have done something completely differently around my team. Uh, I would have had Weebs, and I would have just kept building with that. Last year, he traded the Rockets pick for Rafi. And it wasn't that Rafi's not a good player. And that's what sometimes, like I talked to BJ and me and him don't value guys the same. My point on Rafi was, what was he doing for the Warriors last year? Why not add the 12th pick or the, you know, or use the 12th pick to get a guy this year? Like he probably could have had Stone for like the 12th pick and something small. But instead he adds Rafi and not that Stone. Stone's better than Rafi. Stone's younger. He's cheaper. So I just, I thought that it was pushing the envelope on a season that there was no way he was going to be able to push it to win. With that said, I'm a big Haitian fan. And I like Teddy Vincent. I've liked him since he was drafted. Um, I'm not a Twine fan. His ratings are probably like top 10 in the league. Okay, not that high. But um, his production is not. And I just, I don't know. There's not a ton of passing here. Like, I'd rather put him on, like, the with, like, a point guard like Graves and just let the passing help. 
but I, there's just not a ton of passing. I guess Weeb's passing might help. He has, like, passing from Haitian. I don't know. I just I don't see it, and I think that he's going to steal a bunch of shots from both Haitian and Weebs that, you know, he could use. Um, I don't know. I have him at 41.5 and ninth, and I have his pick, and I'm, you know, I'm expecting him and the Suns to make the playoffs. Like, in my mind, I just I can't see him winning a ton of games with this lineup. I think he, he's going to have to make a move, and I just don't know what that move is. So, yeah. All right, on to the defending champs. First of all, or second of all, I guess, since we're so late. Uh, congrats, Math. Um, you know, well-deserved. I know you go at us a lot, but, you know, I feel like it's kind of calmed down. It's not nearly as toxic as it used to be with, with Smath and Ricky. Um, yeah, I got to the finals. I played him. He smoked me. And I had some hope. I won the first game by 29. I went through the box score and, like, I out-rebounded him. I got to the free throw line. And I barely got to the free throw line in the next four games. I don't know what the fuck the difference was. Um, so, yeah. He added, uh, he got rid of his bench. That way he's out of hard cap. He adds Tauberg. He adds Danville. Um, a, you know, Sudbury, who's not really great. Trauber, who still has maintained decent um, ratings into his mid-30s. So his starting five is one of the better in the league. Um, I've been a Milo fan since he came in the league. I just think he does a lot of unique and fun stuff. Um, we know Hammers. And then Watson might be the best player for this season. Um, Smath will tell you he doesn't shoot to ratings and that, you know, all this shit, and I don't want to hear it. He's a fucking monster. He's 25. He's he's fucking insane. Um, I can be proud. I made Watson. Um, actually, I went through my draft class. My draft class actually was insane. So kind of happy about that. And uh, AGS is holding on, you know, into his early 30s. So I have them at 59.5, and I have them first in the divi- in the conference. Um I think he's going to have to make a move at some point and add a, a better bench piece for the playoffs. But for the regular season, I just I don't I don't see him losing often. Uh, on to Knicks. Andre's going to kill me for this. Um, I like what he's put together. Woody Cameron got Barkley, who one I made, two I drafted. You know, really like Barkley. His D finally at 27 is 7546. It was like 5546 for like four seasons. Um, Cameron's a monster. Lander will be good. I just, I don't see this team making the playoffs in Maynard. And I might be wrong. I just think it's going to be too much of a bloodbath. I think there's going to be. Too many games where he just can't score enough. I know that sounds crazy when he has Barkley and Lander and Cameron. Just, I had Barkley. Barkley stole shot. Like, I had him where he was able to, he was my highest volume. But he was also my best option to score most times outside of when I got Shoko. But, like, I'd, I want Cameron shooting on this team. And Barkley's going to take that away. And they just don't have, like, Doc's big because he has the ORB. Maybe that's a big ad. And then Paddock, too. I don't know, maybe 
maybe as I look at this, maybe I'm a little low on them. I just still don't see it. I All the teams above him I like um, better. But, hey, if he makes the playoffs, that's good for me. So I, I'm, I'm hoping for him. Um, I have him at 35.5, yeah, 35.5, 11th. Um, might be a little low. Might be closer to the 40 range. He might be closer to the Warriors and the, and the Thunder that I have at 41.5 and 40.5. Um, I think the race for the 8th seed will be really compelling this year. All right, Blazers. Um, adds Timkins. Harris took jumps. Uh, Mookie is still solid. He's got, he still has Mercer. Um, adding Lasecki and then putting Holland. So he's going Timkins, Lasecki, Holland, Mookie, and Mercer. Um, Harris off the bench, and then he's got, who else has he got? Iris and Kowalski. He's got defense everywhere. He's got passing. Um, should be a really solid team. I just... Lasecki has been awful since he left the Hornets. And does his volume take away from what his team could do? I, I don't know. But I, I knocked him a little bit. I've been 56.5. I've been finishing third. Um... Yeah, again, I could be completely wrong one way or the other. This could not work, but he has a better team around him, around Timkins and Mercer, than I did when I won a title. So, I don't know, maybe this will prove that fit really does matter and I just had better pieces around, um, or better pieces that fit them. But it's a good test. It's good seeing two guys from my team, and then we get to see that later, too, with the Jazz, so... All right, moving on. Hawks. All right. Um, they're the team that added Zissus. I don't know when he's going on the roster. I assume it's a Sim 2 trade, but I don't know. Um, Jericho, Mason, Dolanek. Dolanek's turned into a, little, a nice little player. He's got the DRB. He's got... Blacks and his D's coming along. I think he's three position too. Um, he's been sharing his rotation. Uh, not a Collins fan, but Collins off the bench for this team is nice. Adds defense, adds rebounding, adds passing. Um, not that Zissis is great, but I think he's good for this team. Gives passing, few steals, solid defense. Um, yeah. I think that, oh, this is last year's. No wonder I'm so fucking confused. There we fucking go. He added Forte. Jesus Christ, that's so annoying. Yeah, okay. That makes more sense. All right. Sorry. I hate that. Man, Jericho's 8898 on defense. What the fuck? Um, I still like him at small forward more. You can play him at post at small forward and he can defend. Oh, God, they're going to be a fucking problem to deal with. Add Forte's defense and add Zissis. I think they're an easy playoff team. I have them as a six seed. I have them at 46.5. Um, I see six locks for the playoffs. And yesterday I had the Wolves, and I just – I think the Hawks are it. Um, Forte was a big add for them. So, yeah, I think that they're firmly in the playoffs. I think he's pushing towards – 
you know, trying with them. On top of that, he is he is the guy Stinson sitting on his bench that's just going to get better. That's young, so we'll see what he does. Um, I don't think he needs to make a move right now, but he does have that new rookie, uh, Bamazi, sitting on his bench if he wants to go get one of the you know a vet that becomes available. I'm not advising that. I think that him sticking with the young team, letting him grow. I mean, he's the same age as Jericho. So letting him grow is probably the better move, but if he wanted to make a push, that would be the shiny piece to use. So 46.56. All right, on to the Sonics. Um, let's cut to the chase. This is the most steals I've ever seen on one team. Doss, 102. Uh, Marco, 104. Weaver, 91. Oh, crap. Why does it do this? All right. Doss, 100. Shiger, 68. Weaver, 89. Marco, 101. Lou, 80. Neo Jackson, 60. Right? 60? Yeah. Sorry. I need to, like, click on them, and then I have to uh, refresh the page to get the new um, thing. Anyway, um, he adds Brinson who I loved, good, solid defender, top rebounder when he when he plays, solid blocks. Um, this team might give up 85 points a game. I just don't know if they score more than 92. And what that's going to do is you're going to have some random games where they're just going to lose like 81-80 because they just don't score enough. Um, I have them 54.5 in fourth. I just think the conference is really freaking good. Like I, a team like the Jazz, they're going to struggle with because the Jazz are going to score. The Nets are going to score. The Suns are going to score. Like I'm not saying that they're going to lose all their games to them. I'm saying that they're going to weirdly lose games. Now, come playoff time when you can move it around and, and change who your defense, like what your, you know, if, so say he sets Sugar at shooting guard to outside defense, which is what I do at shooting guard. Um, now, say you get a driver during the regular season. Now, all of a sudden, you can change him to drive during the during the class. Now, I don't know what he's going to do. Um, I assume Lou, Neo, Marco, Anton, and Doss, and then bring bring Brinson and Weaver off the bench maybe. I don't know. He, he can go a few different ways, and I'm curious. I just I think that he's going to lose some fluke games this year. All right. Um, on to the Wolves. All right, so the Wolves resigned both Towels and Elio. Let me just make sure. Yeah, um... Smart to not give Cameron the full uh, whatever years, the full sixth. Um, his bench is just not good. Um, I'm not a DeAndre Holland fan. Um, Maurice is good. Kingston can score a little bit. I, I just, Craig Jones is, is a monster. So he's going to Elio, Jones. Towels. Like, I don't even know who his, his fifth starter is. So I knocked him. I have him at um, 42.5 and eighth seed. Um, unless he makes a move. And like like I said, I messaged him and I said, you know, I've, 
Alvin Woods, who he could use. I have Zaron Daniels, who he could plug in at power forward. He didn't even respond. So, whatever. Um, yeah, so Wolves 44.57. Oh, the mighty Clippers. Um, yeah, his team's young. It's supposed to be bad. But, outs- I-, I mean, he's starting Kenyon Bell. He's starting, I would assume, Luther next to Horace. Um, Ruben Rivera and Hobbs would be my guess is one, two, three. Yeah. So I'd guess he goes Hobbs, Rivera, Bell, Okongo, and Luther. That's solid defense outside of, uh, what's his name? Now, there's no bench and, you know. Can Rivera shoot to to ratings? Who knows? But should be fun to see. I think he's going to be better. I just think his conference is fucking brutal. Uh, I have him at 15.5, and uh, I have him at 13th in the conference because I want to piss him off. I know he's going to see that and say, oh, I fucking hate you, and he's going to try to win 16 games. Um, but in reality, I think Bell is gone at some point this season when you know things start to shake out and people are looking for that bench piece to... Uh, to push them over the top, so. Uh, Wells, Clippers, Nets. All right, on to the Nets. Their starting five is really good, and that's where it ends. Um, they got no bench. They had to sign a bunch of minimums. Let's see, one, two, three, four... And he's been over hard cap, so I don't know. Did he lose extension rights on B-Rat? So B-Rat's going to be available. So all season we're going to hear about how the Lakers are going to fucking sign him next year, which is fucking ridiculous. Um, Kennington, B-Rat, Edison, Ballard, Boudreaux. Um, Yeah, I have them at 57.5, second in the conference. I think their team is really good. I think that if they have an injury, they're in trouble. And I think come playoff time that they're going to struggle when teams can zero in on their guys. But they have enough talent um, to win games. And I think he'll try to make a move that will add something, a bench score, like something like or a bench defensive guy, something, something for his bench because right now he's literally playing minimums as his bench. Maybe I have him too high. Man, when you start talking through it instead of just looking, start thinking. If I had to guess, I would put him at 53.5 and move Sonics and Blazers up to 2 and 3 and put them at 4, actually. So I I am addending. I put the Blazers at 2, I put the Sonics at 3, and I put the Nets at 4. I just don't love what they're doing now. Um, No bench is, is brutal. And X brought it up yesterday. Lack of depth is going to kill you in a conference that's strong. So um, if I nick the Wolves for it, I need to nick the Nets too. <clears throat> All right, on to Jazz. RWE made some fun moves. Um, he got his son, which apparently made him whole again because it's a video game. Um, but he has Stone, he has Elliot, Brant, and then he has one of the top scorers in the league with Tanner, and he got Pangborn. Um, they're going to be a fucking pain in the ass. Pangborn, Elliot, Tanner, Stone, Brant is really fun. 
Um, Sand off the bench. He got Hugh, who was good off the bench. So, yeah, I mean, solid team. I have him at 51.5. Um, yeah, I just think that they're going to be a pain in the fucking ass to deal with. Um, man, the Hugh signing was a good one. As I'm a little bit adept, they can move Brant from center to power forward, move Stone. You know, they can play around with their lineup a lot um, and get Hugh a bunch of minutes. So, should be fun. Not sure if Pangborn was worth that contract. He was worried he wasn't going to get him, but you got to pay him to keep him. Um, he can keep his shooting down at all. Going to be a real solid season. Um, 55, 51.5 and fifth in the conference. All right, on to the Thunder. All right, let's start by saying that probably my favorite creation, um, DPJ, he's... A, a weird-ass player, and that's what I was trying to, to make. Uh, 89 assists, 96 steal, 9999 defense, 56 block. Guys, I mean, if he shot threes, I think that, that Omar would sell his entire team to get him. Um, with that being said, his passing helps Klein, helps Frere, and I think that it might help Doyle a little bit. Because um, Doyle's kind of shot at this point. Um, who's he starting at the two? Red. Man, talk about a guy that just... I think he's the exact same fucking ratings as draft day, which sucks. I really liked him, but... Man. Um, but the defense that Red has with the steals will will be a nice fit next to next to the two shooters and Klein and, and Frere. Um, I just don't know that they have enough. I think he's... Mixing and matching a little bit. Um, I mean, if Doyle is better than what I'm predicting, he can make the playoffs. But I have him finishing at 40.5 and uh, 10th in the conference. Um, look, I mean, we're talking about three wins here. So, the, and no one's, half the rosters won't be the same. Um, I just don't know exactly what he's going to do. And he's hard-capped, which means he has to play extra guys, which is never a benefit in a deeper conference. So we shall see. All right, Suns. Um, Shoko, Cage, and Jack. Um, he's got Jacob Evans sitting there on the bench. Uh, he's probably, I don't know. I have no clue what he's going to do with his lineup. I assume Jack at small forward, Shoko at power forward, Cage shooting guard, um, Lucas maybe at point guard. Or no, Yeastman at point guard, Lucas, I don't know. He's got fucking five point guards rostered. Well, there's all your point guards, guys, if you need them. Um, and then Wentz. Um, yeah, solid team. Now, the, the, the issue they had last year was their turnovers were atrocious. And... Uh, we will see if that changes this year, but um, I think it will a little bit, only because I think the ball's out of Jack and Cage's hand a little bit more. So I think at forty four point five, I have them in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I think that their overall team wise lack of steals will hurt them a little bit. Not that they're like lacking, but not like massive, but. It's enough. Uh, onto the Kings. I, I don't know. They suck. 
Um, I don't even know what he's going to do. He's got Prince. Judson, he's... Speaking of centers, he's got fucking four rostered. Um, yeah, it just he's not good. I don't know what he, his plan is. He's got Woods. He's got Garza. He's out of he's out of the cap. He's got guys expiring. So we'll see. I think that he just like he said he shot a shot and didn't hit. So it is what it is. Um, that's that I hold his pick, and I'm quite happy to say that I have him at 16.5 and 12. So, yeah, and um, should be a fun season. Uh, I have I have the Lions winning the title this year. Um, trying to figure out who's coming out of Maynard is a fucking, you could f- flip a flip a coin. Not really. Uh, flip an eight-sided coin. But uh, I usually end this with fuck Crest, but I don't want him to cry. So um, everybody have a great and lovely season. And also fuck Crest.